powers. Uh, you guys all know that I'm a writer. So, everything is in pursuit of the story and what story I want to tell. And that's why I'm having issues with what do I want to tell or what needs to be told. So anyway, you'll see me study a bunch of things until I figure out what it is that I'm supposed to do. I'm checking out this channel called Scariest Movie Ever. I just like the title, but anyway, here we go. I have a whole playlist called Alien Demon Deception that you can check out sometime. I had never been one to believe in little gray aliens and little visitors from other planets. This is the narrative that we've been sold for decades now, specifically through all forms of media. It's always the idea that, you know, there's other planets out there with other little beings and all these things we're seeing in the skies. Well, that's them. They're just, you know, dropping by to say hi. And as I said, I've covered this subject time and time again throughout the years. Please check out that playlist if you're interested to see more in this. And through the videos I've done, you'll see how we've been deceived and how we're being set up for extraterrestrial contact. Predictive programming, social engineering, all of these tools and methods have been used on the public for many, many years now, Damn. all getting us ready for this great deception. So when I saw this article come out, I just knew that I had to make a video on this and share this with you guys. NASA is bringing scientists and theologians together to prepare the world for extraterrestrial contact. As I said, I've studied this stuff for years now, so I'm not even surprised to see this. If anything, sometimes I'm surprised it's taken this long. But let's take a look at this article together. It's very interesting stuff. Now, this is a fairly lengthy article. I'm going to read it to you. So come along with me and check this out, guys. I think this is absolutely fascinating. I also think this is very, very important. I think there's a really big chance that we're going to see this great deception play out before our very eyes. And it's going to be really important to understand what these things are. Again, I don't believe these are little aliens from other planets. I think that ancient aliens, all this other stuff, it's all PSYOP. But the connection I've always made with these beings and with these things goes back to the fallen angels. They're demonic interdimensionals. So come with me now as we check out this article together and see what NASA scientists and theologians are preparing for. A couple of months ago, top U.S. astronomers gathered in front of Congress to let them know that extraterrestrial life exists without question. They cited the sheer size of the universe as their most important proof, emphasizing that there are trillions of stars out there, with one in every five most likely harboring an Earth-like planet. Though it's important to keep in mind that planets do not have to be Earth-like in order to harbor life, this time, NASA and the Library of Congress have teamed up to bring together scientists, theologians, philosophers, and historians from around the globe for a two-day symposium in order to discuss how to prepare the world for extraterrestrial contact. They say we're looking at all scenarios about finding life. If you find microbes, that's one thing. If you find intelligence, it's another and if they communicate, that's yet something else. And depending on what they say, it's going to be something else entirely different. The idea is not to wait until we make a discovery. 
but to try and prepare the public for what the implications might be when such a discovery is made. I think the reason that NASA is backing this is because of all the recent activity in the discovery of exoplanets and the advances in astrobiology in general. People just consider it much more likely now that we're going to find something, probably microbes first and maybe intelligence later. The driving force behind this is from a scientific point of view that it seems much more likely now that we are going to find life at some point in the future. And all of this is from astronomer and symposium organizer and the former chief NASA historian, Stephen J. Dick. Now here's where it also gets even more interesting. And here's where it gets even more interesting. One of the theologians present was Brother Guy Consolmagno, and he used to be the president of the Vatican Observatory Foundation. And these are the guys who are in charge of the Vatican's telescope named Lucifer, right? It is named Lucifer. And this is what they use to keep an eye on the skies, right? To keep an eye on the stars. So again, we have that fallen angel connection, right? That satanic connection to these UFOs and aliens. But Brother Guy Consolmagno says, I believe alien life exists, but I have no evidence. I'd be really excited, and it would make my understanding of my religion deeper and richer in ways that I can't even predict yet, which is why it's so exciting. He is urging the public not to be surprised when extraterrestrial life is discovered, because it is inevitably going to happen, he says. He even said that he would be happy to baptize them. If it's intelligent extraterrestrial life that's discovered, the Vatican has been very open to the idea of intelligent extraterrestrial life being our friends, our brothers, and the founder of the Institute of Noetic Sciences, Dr. Edgar Mitchell. <clears throat> there are multiple reasons why the extraterrestrial question continues to gain popularity. People are starting to ask questions about the world around them, utilizing critical thinking and investigation. After thoroughly researching this topic, you will be hard-pressed to deny that we are not alone and that we are being visited. How often do you look up into the night sky and wonder just how many stars... I gotta stop him. They keep acting like there's a space. There's no space. I believe that most of these extraterrestrials, terrestrial meaning the Earth, are interterrestrials, meaning they've been here for the longest underground... They've always been here. It's not like, oh, they're just coming to visit. They've always been here. So I'm going to stop his video right there because we need to stop thinking that it's some fantastical thing from out of nowhere. It's satellite no. itself. It's always been here. According to monitoring agencies around the world, the Black Knight satellite has been transmitting radio signals for over 50 years now. The U.S. and Soviet Union have shown particular interest in this identified space object. Rumors are that it was Tesla, the scientist Tesla, was the first man to intercept a signal from the Black Knight satellite in 1899 after building a high-voltage radio device in Colorado Springs. In 1957, Dr. Luis Corrales of the Communications Ministry of Venezuela photographed the Black video. Knight. I'm going to skip this video called They'll Convince... How they'll convince you to worship aliens. It says right there, we are star people. Scientific proof we were created by aliens. <clears throat> They're going to sell huge, this right? alien narrative soon. You can see right there, the picture they have on there is from Prometheus, the movie Prometheus. 
And uh, I was really drawn to this because just a few weeks ago, I did my own video on the fallen angels. And in that video, I had some uh, clips from Prometheus. Because if you haven't seen it yet, uh, this isn't really a spoiler alert, I guess, <laughs> because it's a pretty interesting movie. But it's uh, full of all kinds of uh, symbolism, occult-type uh, stuff. But uh, primarily, it's about two stories. It's about the, uh, the story of the fallen angels from the Bible mixing their DNA with ours. And it also has to do with the ancient astronauts. So they kind of mix the two together. And the ancient astronauts, that goes back to uh, Ancient Aliens, a really popular show out there. I've, I've seen a few episodes on YouTube myself. More than a few, actually. I've seen quite a bit. <clears throat> it's really interesting stuff. But, but even when watching it, one thing I noticed is they, they, they never drew a connection to the Bible or the fallen angels. Uh, on the episodes I saw, at least, there might be some out there. But I never saw it. And it's the whole idea that they're, they're pushing, again, that these are going to be alien visitors. Okay? I mean, this is coming. Uh, we all know there's a lot of wild stuff happening in the world right now. You can check out my channel. I uh, try to show you some of the stuff happening. There's a lot of other great channels out there doing the same thing. Uh, you just have to open your eyes up <clears throat> to it. You have to uh, be able to receive this stuff, have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. And, uh, you know, just really start questioning things in the mainstream. You know, once you turn away from that start finding alternative sources, uh, you'll start seeing a bigger picture to kind of what's happening. So anyway, yes, so this is uh, some pretty wild stuff. Okay, Prometheus, mix of the two stories. We have ancient aliens, uh, which I think is very deceptive in a very small way, but that's always the most powerful lie, isn't it? Uh, when you give like 95% truth, but you hold back that little 5%, that's usually the way they do, and that's, that's the best kind of a lie, and I think that's kind of what ancient aliens is doing. Uh, again, they're preparing us for these things being aliens and uh, not fallen angels, okay? So I'll just read a little bit down here. It's got a lot of science uh, mumbo-jumbo, <laughs> a lot of big words. So I'm just going to read a little bit here. But it says, don't be alarmed, but you have alien DNA in your genetic code. Science says so. Scientists from Kazakhstan believe that human DNA was encoded with an extraterrestrial signal by an ancient alien civilization. And it also has discovery.com there. <clears throat> excuse me, as another source. And it says they call it biological SETI, and their researchers claim that the mathematical code in human DNA cannot be explained by evolution. So, ruh row that's probably going to ruffle uh, some feathers out there. But anyway, you can check out the rest of that article if you like. Uh, for me, it really wasn't so much about the article as it is about the headline. We are star people, scientific proof we were created by aliens. They're going to start pushing this more and more. Uh, this is the first story I've seen on it, but uh, I'm sure this is going to become a very common thing. You know, we're going to start seeing this idea more and more as this this great deception approaches. And I, I don't know exactly how the uh, deception is going to play out. You know, I don't know if they're going to be presented as good guys or bad guys, but we'll we'll get to some of that in a second. So I'm going to jump over here and just read a little bit, just so you can kind of see. This is straight up from Ancient Aliens Theory from the show. And it says that it ponders the possibility that our ancestors mistakenly took advanced extraterrestrial beings, quote, ancient aliens, to be supernatural gods who descended from the heavens. Uh, here we look at the biblical account of Noah's Ark and explore the possibility that perhaps ancient aliens were the direct influence of the creation of the infamous seafaring vessel Noah's Ark. So right there you have it. I mean, you can go on and on on that. And again, if you're familiar with the show, you already know this is kind of what they push out there. But that's the idea they're putting, is that, you know, when these things come down, uh, it's, they're going to deceive a lot of people. Uh, there's some of us out here that know what's coming. We know this is all demonic, all right? It's a big part of a great deception. Uh, but, you know, again, many people are going to fall, you know? And uh, that's just the way it is, unfortunately. 
They don't have to, but I'm sure many will. So I'm going to go and jump back here for a second and show you one more cool little connection I found. So right here it says uh, the very first paragraph, scientists from Kazakhstan. Okay, so Kazakhstan, that stood out to me. I'd read about Kazakhstan in the past, put a little video of it in my, the movie I actually made called The Scariest Movie Ever Made is in there about the Illuminati and all that stuff. So here's your uh, Illuminati connection, okay, to uh, this whole story. I guess it wouldn't be uh, one of my videos if there wasn't some kind of Illuminati stuff in there, at least every now and then. So Sinister Sights, Astana, Kazakhstan. It's on the Vigilant Citizen. You should check this site out if you're interested in uh, Illuminati research and occult research. But just a little bit of stuff right here. This is this is where the uh, the scientists were, and this is the Pyramid of Peace. You can see and some other random pyramids. But inside they have all the sun symbol stuff and the sun worship. They got like a tree of life thing going on down here. There's a whole story, and I won't get into the whole thing. But I just thought that was another kind of interesting connection right there. So let's go ahead and jump over here now for a little bit. Another thing that's been going on for a long time <clears throat> is that we've all been conditioned. Uh, we're being programmed to accept this stuff when it comes, and it really started uh, way back in the 50s with television. I mean, I'm sure it started before then in its own way, but TV really launched the initiative, you know, really pushed forth, uh, pu pushed forth the propaganda. I mean, look at the golden age of television in the 50s, and look at the kind of stuff that was coming out. I'm sure your dads, grandpas, uncles, aunts, whoever, uh, you know, the older folk in your life, are probably down with a lot of these old-school 50s cheesy sci-fi movies with UFOs and funny-looking aliens and all that. And you might be, too. I like some of it as well. But that all really started in the 50s, and there was tons of it, lots of propaganda, or at least I see it as propaganda, or conditioning, or predictive programming, or social engineering. But lots of programming back then about these aliens and UFOs. Okay, it started then, and it's only grown since. And like I said, I don't know exactly how it's all going to play out, um, you know, because on one side we're shown E.T., which was a good little alien, and we're shown Paul, which was a cool little stoner alien, I guess. And on the other side you've got, you know, like Battle Los Angeles and stuff like this where they're bad guys and trying to kill us. So I guess there's a few scenarios that could play out. You know, one could be uh, maybe they'll be our saviors. As our world uh, gets closer to World War III, and we're right on the brink, guys, you've got to see that. Uh, maybe we'll, they'll launch. Maybe we'll all start to kill each other. And next thing you know, these things are going to come down and stop the missiles, and they're going to be your saviors. That's a possibility. Um, you know, the other possibility is a fake alien invasion. What if they come down? What if it's even Project Bluebeam? You know, that they could be doing that as well. Our government looked that up if you're not familiar with, with what uh, that is. But, you know, or it could be the real aliens, the fallen angels, the Nephilim. And when I talk about those guys, uh, generally, I've got a lot of videos on this stuff as well on my uh, backup channel, Scariest Movie Ever 111, where I show a lot of these things, and I believe it's all part of the, the deception, okay? And it's uh, usually these energy orb type uh, UFOs we're seeing way more and more. Uh, so much so, even in 2012, there were more reported UFOs in 2012 than any time in history. So that's crazy stuff. So let's show you some of this propaganda here. Who would Americans want in the White House if we faced an alien invasion? According to a new National Geographic Channel poll, 65% of Americans would pick President Obama to deal with that planet being threatened uh, in such a situation, and they would pick him over Mitt Romney. That same poll found 80 million Americans are certain UFOs exist, and 79% think the government has kept information about UFOs. Last night at the Grammys was... And, uh and what we've been doing with the egg and the rebirth, uh, yeah. it's meant to signify a, an artistic statement of birthing a new race. And it's a race with 
no prejudice, uh, a race within the race of humanity yeah, that yeah. bears no um, uh, prejudice against anyone. So um, it, that's really the statement in itself. So there's that, guys. And, you know, in the Bible, it also says that, uh, you know, in the in the end times before Jesus comes back, it'll be as in the days of Noah. That goes back to the fallen angels mating with the, the women here on Earth, mixing their DNA and then God bringing the flood to cleanse the world. OK, so the question is, are we in those times again? You know, is that what's happening here? And one more thing. My people have developed technologies which allow us to throw off our physical forms and travel great distances in the blink of an eye. We are in dialogue with your leaders to help the human race survive its infancy, for we believe in you. We are helping your scientists find cures for diseases which afflict your bodies and helping you to preserve your planet's most precious resources. Many among us wage peace, and one day, with our help, war may be a thing of the past. Our army is a billion strong and growing. We will bring you a cure for many known diseases. We will provide technology that will change the way you live. We will bring peace to every nation on your planet. We are the visitors. We are of peace. a pretty good video. Just keep it going here. Let's skip to the point. That's actually down in the South Pole. So I started doing a little bit of digging myself on this story, and I realized pretty quick that a lot of people have debunked this, that this actually turns out to be what they're calling fake news. This was a hoax. But there's still a very interesting message here. First off, that really is a picture from the South Pole. There really are pyramids down there. And then it's the message itself. We are all in danger. It is evil itself. So though the story may be a hoax, uh, the message to me is very real. And in fact, it reminded me of something I want to share with you here. I've said it on this channel many times. Other people have said it as well. Uh, it's a common term that the pyramid is our enemy. But by that, I'm referring to the idea of the beast system, the Antichrist system. The pyramids themselves, in my opinion, are evidence of the fallen angels here on Earth. 
And what I'm about to show you is something you can share with your friends and family that think this idea of what we call Illuminati symbolism is bunk, right? That there's really nothing to it. Because there's some amazing evidence to the contrary. So this story is a hoax, but much like, you know, every other hoax out there, there is a grain of truth in there. So let's take a look at what that grain of truth is in this story of the pyramids and that we're all in danger and it's evil itself. According to many archaeologists, countries such as Peru, Bolivia, Colombia, Brazil, Paraguay, Chile, and even Ecuador are places where we can find the mass majority of what they call our ancient ancestors' treasures. La Mana is a small city located in the province of Cotopaxi. In 1984, archaeologists came across an incredible discovery. It was a series of objects that, according to researchers, could not be traced to any pre-Columbian cultures of the region. These artifacts quickly received the title as, quote, out-of-place artifacts. Among the mysterious 350 artifacts, there is one item that has baffled researchers ever since its discovery. It's a mysterious stone pyramid about 25 centimeters tall. And among the artifacts discovered, there is another item that challenges archaeologists along with the pyramid. is a small artifact depicting a royal cobra. And what's interesting is the royal cobra is native to the southeastern parts of Asia. It cannot be found anywhere in South America. So the question remains, what is this royal cobra doing halfway across the world in Ecuador? These incredible objects appeared to be designed following a psychoacoustic geometry with magnetic effects of zero point. Their lithic design challenged mainstream theories about the knowledge and technological capabilities of ancient civilizations. In addition to its similarity to ancient civilizations like the Mayans, some of these items have been proven to be consistent with the ancient civilizations of Southeast Asia, and even their logographic forms bear an acceptable comparison with Sanskrit, and their existence could date to a time when the planet was inhabited by a single civilization technologically superior to our current. Even more interesting, considering that these are ancient artifacts, in addition to the complex mineral composition that cover the entire known light spectrum with ultraviolet fluorescent properties, when these objects are exposed to ultraviolet light, the light scatters in a non-lineal way, shifting the focus to certain symbols sculpted under normal lighting conditions that might appear unimportant without the proper lighting. And as an example, you see it right here in this picture. This is where they actually applied ultraviolet light to a couple of these objects. That alone is pretty advanced for an ancient civilization, wouldn't you say? So of course this goes back to the pyramid, right? The pyramid being a symbol of our entity, or the anti-trinity. This particular mysterious pyramid is made out of black and white stones, and it has 13 levels and the all-seeing eye at the top of the pyramid. Mysteriously, when the pyramid is exposed to the ultraviolet light, as we've shown, strangely, the design of the pyramid does not resemble any known Mesoamerican pyramids, but it looks very much like the classical pyramids found in Egypt. At the bottom of the pyramid, there are strange inscriptions and a set of dots that actually coincide with one of the most famous constellations of all time, the constellation of Orion. And the inscriptions on the bottom of the pyramid are archaic Sanskrit 
glyphs that no one has been able to translate. According to German linguistics expert Kurt Schulman, the writing found at the mysterious Black Pyramid of Ecuador is a writing system much older than Sanskrit. After analyzing the artifacts, he believes that they can be attributed to a pre-Sanskrit civilization, one that we have absolutely no knowledge of. According to researchers, if this is indeed pre-Sanskrit writing, it would make these artifacts to be well over 6,000 years old. There's something interesting here I wanted to show you, too. This right here is the very first American $1 bill, and this was issued in 1862. And you can see it's very different from the dollar bills we have today. And, of course, here is the dollar bill that most of you are familiar with. Now, what's interesting on the back side, which is the bottom picture there, that's called the Great Seal. And the Great Seal was actually designed in 1957. So isn't it interesting that this right here is the new Great Seal for the American $1 bill, 1957, and has this Latin phrase on there, Novus Ordo Seclorum, which literally translates to New World Order. So again, in this respect, the pyramid is our enemy, is mankind's enemy. The people behind the pyramid have been building this system for a very, very long time. They seek the one world order, the one world government, the one world religion, the one world leader. So on the newest great seal of the American U.S. dollar, we find this symbol. We find the all-seeing eye, the pyramid. And this very same symbol we find on these ancient artifacts, this one in particular, thousands of years old. The all-seeing eye and the pyramid. So this just goes to show you how long this has been in action, how long they've been trying to create this new world order. In my opinion, this also shows the connection to the fallen angels, along with these secret societies on the highest levels. There's something else very interesting about the pyramid I want to share with you. So on July 31st of the year 2012, the Mexican government released several Mayan tablets that prior to this they had never released to the public so in this picture here you can see a lecture given by a man named Nassim Haramine who's been doing extensive research on these tablets and it's interesting to note that before Mexico released these that the artifacts had actually been found around 55 years ago by a tribe in central Mexico and they'd actually been using many of these artifacts around their necks as decorations and necklaces so it was rediscovered to the world in 2012. Carbon dating revealed that they predate the Mayans. But what I really want you to see here is the image that he has up there on the screen right now. And right there he's explaining how it's actually a picture of the sun with a mask of research on these tablets. And it's interesting to note that before Mexico released these, that the artifacts of the border, in my opinion, this also shows the connection to the fallen angels, along with these secret societies on the highest levels. There's something else very interesting about the pyramid I want to share with you. So on July 31st of the year 2012, the Mexican government released several Mayan tablets that prior to this they had never released to the public. So in this picture here, you can see a lecture given by a man named Nassim Haramine, who's been doing extensive research on these tablets. 
And it's interesting to note that before Mexico released these, that the artifacts had actually been found around 55 years ago by a tribe in central Mexico. And they'd actually been using many of these artifacts around their necks as decorations and necklaces. So it was rediscovered to the world in 2012. Carbon dating revealed that they predate the Mayans. But what I really want you to see here is the image that he has up there on the screen right now. And right there he's explaining how it's actually a picture of the sun with a massive pyramid on it, a pyramid shadow. And he's explaining how this is actually a stargate, he believes, that the sun is a massive stargate. So even more interesting, you may remember this massive coronal hole that appeared on the surface of the sun. This happened back in 2012. And no matter what terminology they place on it, it still looks very much like a huge pyramid, right? And this was taken very seriously. I remember when this came out many years ago and all the major networks were covering it. This was big news all over the place. You know, what is this weird pyramid doing on the sun? So this adds a whole new level to this investigation done by Nassim and his team. The ancient Mayan artifact that shows a sun with a triangle stargate and UFOs coming out of it. And then we have this actual picture from NASA 2012 showing something very similar. We're not seeing any UFOs coming out of it, but we are seeing a very similar triangle or pyramid there on the surface of the sun. So once again, this is in my own estimation, but this is more evidence that the pyramid is the enemy, so to speak. I believe all this stuff references back to the fallen ones, and perhaps the sun is a stargate for them to enter our reality. Now, these are just my own thoughts and theories. But to me, it's all very interesting. And, of course, uh, these images right here, to me, are some of the most fascinating. Again, this is real evidence that this beast system has been with us for a very, very long time. The pyramid and the all-seeing eye. So that's what I've got for you. I look forward to seeing your comments below and seeing what you guys think about all of this. It's been a little while since I've made videos. I've been kind of down and out over the last few weeks, but I'm back now. And I just wanted to say thank you very much to all my friends and subscribers out there for the kindness, the support, the encouragement. And take care of yourselves out there, all right? I'll talk to you real soon. I think that was really interesting. That's an interesting channel to check out when you get a chance. No movie that you're seeing is by accident. It's all pre-programming. And it's kind of interesting, isn't it? But they're already here. Kyla Powers Radio.